everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Horror. I'm Raven here with special guest. Well, I'm not even calling her a special guest no more, basically a partner. Hey, Holly, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm all right. Glad to have you back to review this movie. Thank you, sir. Glad to be back. Anytime. And the movie we are reviewing today is The Babysitter, Killer Queen. And just to give down a quick synopsis, it's about two years after Cole survived a satanic blood cult. He's living another nightmare, high school and demons from his past, still making his life a living hell. And if you want to catch the first one, it's playing on Raven's House of Horror. I did that singular, but now I'm doing this one with Holly. So definitely come and give a follow and a listen too. And they has actually a really good cast. It's kind of the same cast, but different too. They still have Judah Lewis playing Cole, Samara Weaving, which we all love, playing B, which she's not really in this one that much. But then we have basically we've got replaced by Jenna Ortega, it seemed like to me, Phoebe. Then we have Emily Ellen Lynn, who <laughs> plays Melanie. <laughs> are you, are sometimes I be butchering people's names. <laughs> I don't know how they pronounce certain names. Then we have Angela, not Angela, sorry, Andrew Bachelor, who's King Bot. He plays John. Then one of my favorites, too, is Robbie Amell, who plays Max. He's the shirtless dude. You can't miss that. He's always shirtless for some reason. And then we even have Ken Marino, which guy, I like this dude. He played Archie. He's from Bad Milo. You ever seen that movie? That was a good movie. Yeah. I like him and everything. <laughs> Wasn't he in... Um... Oh my God, what children's hospital that used to be on like Adult Swim? I wouldn't know because I didn't, I don't watch Adult Swim. It was <laughs> fine. I did. The only thing on Adult Swim I used to watch, you know, I did. I watched the Eric Andre show. That shit was funny. I love Eric Andre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I like Hannibal Burris. I love Hannibal Burris. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's good. He's good too. Also, we have Hannah Mae Lee, who plays Sonya. She's a psychopath in this movie. She's great. And then we have <laughs> Bella Dawn. I think she plays Allison. Yes, Allison. So besides that, we're going to get ready for this quick short review and give our quick thoughts about how we enjoyed or did not enjoy the movie. So I'm going to give you the go, Helen. How did you like this movie? I love this movie. I love the first one and this one. Um, they're... They're just, they're hilarious. The cast is really good. It's funny. It's entertaining. Um, actually has a decent little story for a horror comedy. Can't go wrong with these. Did they, did this pick up right after the first one or is like a year later? I forget. This was like two years later. Cause oh, okay. he was, he's in, he's like a junior in high school. Yeah. And you know what really surprised me? Cause this, this was definitely containing spoilers. Um, it was, it really surprised me when it found out that his like friend, the chick he had a crush on, what was her name? His best friend. Yeah, she became like she wrote her name in the book and became like the new B, basically, right? Right. So I was like, when I saw, I was like, that really drew me for a shot. That I didn't think about that was happening. What was right. her name in the movie? I totally See, uh, forget. Melanie, Mel. Melanie, Mel. Yeah, so I was totally shocked with that one. So that got me at first. Yeah, that did throw me for a loop because she was in the first one as his best friend. 
Yeah, and then it's always and the first time and the second time when they just wanted him to sleep so they could tap his blood, he just always get up and then they had to try to kill him afterwards. If he just stayed asleep, right, it would have none of this would never happen. <laughs> we wouldn't have a movie. That is true too. And going through the just going through the movie, trying to go scene by scene real quick. And I liked um, I forget his name. He played um Mr. Davis, his counselor and his psychiatry. He, and he's nurse, so funny. And the only reason I remember his name, Mr. Davis, because I can't give that reason why, but I was about to. But anyway, he was really funny in that movie. <laughs> he was. And wasn't he like the counselor slash orderly? Yeah, yeah, he was the orderly slash counselor and nurse. He was everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I forgot what school he said he went to, but he went to a good college. Right. And he was like, I went to this fucking college. He's he, he was like, what, what, what are you doing here then? <laughs> it was just, I don't know, that part was just funny in the beginning and the ending of the movie. So, what another thing too with that, he was um, at the end of the movie, I know we're going we're jump, we're to be jumping all around. At the yeah. end of the movie with him too, when he's with the counselor again, and he came in and um, he, Cole came in all confident and everything, and he was like, oh, I see you looking different. Then he's like, oh, you must have got some pussy. <laughs> right, he finally got laid. Well, remember, that was his advice in the beginning. You exactly. Just <laughs> and this is just to show to a lot of people, pussy is very powerful. Very, very <laughs> powerful. It doesn't cure everything, but it's a very confident builder. It builds confidence. Well, that's the fact that hopefully, you know, no one's trying to kill him again. <laughs> <laughs> And people believe in this time. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's another point I was going to go to. Like, actually, at, towards the end, the father actually believed him. Like, he well, because he was happening. there. <laughs> he was there. And he was like, I don't believe you. We thought you was crazy all these times. <laughs> He's, and I'm like, I don't think we should tell your mother. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and another thing with his father and his father's friend from next door, all he wanted, all he wanted to do was play video, video games and smoke weed. Mel's dad, yes, her dad was so freaking funny. He was a mess. It was they made me laugh. I think they were like the real comic relief in there. Yeah, his father Archie, Mel, yeah, Archie was played by Chris Wilde. It was so funny. And Them then, and you know the original Lackey group. They oh, were yeah. God, I I loved all of them. I was gonna get to them in a second. Yeah, I loved the whole cast, and I'm glad you know they all came back for that. Like. We have what you call it, King Dash, who plays John. Yeah. He's very funny. Then we have Robbie O'Mell, who plays Max, the, the jock without the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> then Bella Dawn, Allison, who played the ditzy, what, um, the ditzy chick. Yeah, the ditzy tantrumy, yeah. Then we Hot have girl. Hannah May Lee, who plays Sonya. She was the nutcase. <laughs> yeah, the like, you know, kiss of death dragon lady. She's funny. <laughs> And which I like about all of them, all their deaths were funny to me. <laughs> they were. Like, they were they were very comical. And you know what other part of the movie I like, too? Like, they didn't do it in the begin- the first movie, but this part and the second, they did, like, they gave you that quick, like, little 10-second backstory on them, like, what they did real quick to get to this point when B visited them to offer them that deal. I like that part of the movie. They showed yeah. you, like, what they did. Like, Allison was, like, trying to be a newscaster, and she just fucked up the whole interview <laughs> yes that was crazy. funny <laughs> and um um of course um sonia she was like well she was the mortuary the mortuary girl 
Yeah. Sitting there talking to her corpse while putting the makeup on them. That was cool. yeah. So you know, and she she's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, it, exactly, because it takes a special type of person to do that job. Right. I have a friend that does that job, and I have a friend of a friend that does that job, and they're both pretty, you know, fucked Out there. up. Yeah, you, I don't think normal, normal, like type of people in the head does do that type of job. Yeah, I figure that you would have to be a certain type of person, you know, or fortitude for it. N- for you to be okay with it and for it not to bleed into your personal life. Yeah, because you either have to be in death or you have some kind of psych type of issue. <laughs> right. I feel the same way about therapists, too. Like, they have to be, like, a certain type of person. To get so, into people's thoughts and, and, yeah, and shit. Yeah, so it doesn't bleed into, yeah. Yeah, but I think it would be pretty cool. Because in school, I took up psychology for two years. And it's pretty cool the process you go through to, to ask certain questions that people normal people won't know what you ask them just by right. the mannerism by the certain words they choose to speak back and and it's pretty cool how that whole thing works. I mean, I don't know if it really works to that point because I'm not a licensed therapist, but that's what, this is what they teach you. But it's pretty yeah. cool. That's funny that you took it because I started taking it in college, and then backed out of it because I'm like, yeah, I'm not that type of person. I thought it was pretty cool because you get to know how like people's real thoughts and sometimes I mean and at the end of the day therapists are normal people or whatever yeah. they're human so you got to be like damn these people are fucked up. <laughs> but yeah it does it, it is pretty cool though because you can pick up on on certain cues and body languages you know. And that works good for yourself in real life I guess I mean. It I really does like to try to decipher if someone's lying to you or not sometimes yeah. then or what questions you ask to get to the root of things if you know someone doesn't want to give you the truth. Yeah, because it's just like, and even just body language and matter, those are all real things, different words people choose. And I don't try to judge people, but I think in real life, you, it's just everybody judges, even if you're trying to or not. Yeah. That's just a normal thing. It's just an instant. But um, anyway... Where did we leave off? We got all sidetracked on psychology. Because <laughs> we always do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Sonia got us off track to the mortuary. Right. Crazy type shit. <laughs> she does well in it, though. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, Robbie O'Mel, who played Max. And I like the part with him when they do the flashback real quick. Like, why he's not even wearing a shirt. Even in this flashback, he was a what? He was a, um, he was a clergyman at a, or something. What is he? A clerk at the store? <laughs> right? Yeah. A register at, at the register. And he wasn't wearing a shirt. He yeah, did his... didn't he have like the smock or something on in no shirt? Yeah, his boss. Was yeah, like... he's fucking hilarious. And his boss was like, they were arguing, and he and he's getting the thoughts in his head, like, I just want to fucking kill you. <laughs> and then B came to him, was like, you want to kill? And his boss was going off. I'm like, and why the fuck you don't wear a shirt, you cunt? <laughs> <laughs> That's that my that always stuck in my head that part. Like, why you don't fucking wear a shirt, you cunt? <laughs> And uh, but the death scenes, uh, their death scenes was pretty cool. I like this movie too because it was gory in a way, even still funny. Like it was right. like, it was CGI gore, right? Or was it that corn syrup type gore? I think it was CGI type because it was like blood. Splatter. I think it was both. Yeah, yeah, because like it was funny, like the part where Allison, when she was chasing Phoebe, Jenna Ortega, and Cole, they were like, and then she got stuck in the mountain, the middle yeah. of the mountain, and they were pulling, pulling her. <laughs> And her breast was so big, so they couldn't get her through it. So her neck stretched out. And then when she came, fell, her body fell out. And a big ass boulder just came out of nowhere and fell on top of her. Yeah. 
And then I noticed that they, that was like a thing in the movie because when they killed Sonya, they ran the back and forth over with the car. And then next thing you know, a boulder just came out of nowhere and squashed her head. <laughs> so I was like, is that I thought a it was, I thought it was like a surfboard or something on top of the car. No, yeah, that killed her, but then a boulder yeah. smashed her yeah. head. Yeah. So it was just like, is that a thing? But everything happened to their head. Right. Even with um Max, with the boat scene, and then yeah. the propeller, like, took his whole face off. Yeah, after him getting set on fire with a can of silly string. <laughs> if if what was the main part of the movie that you liked that did it for you? Uh, okay, there's two parts. I I liked it when the you know four core came back. I was like in the beginning when they were doing playing that game with no, like, no, like when, um, yeah, no, n- yeah, when they, they popped in and Sonia comes in, you know, like where Sonia, oh, she's making cookies. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And like the introduction of them all over again, I love that they came back because they're one of my favorite parts of the movie. Uh-huh. It's the first and the second. And I, I thought that they were just, I thought that they were actually probably even better in the second than they were the first. And I loved, um, even though I love Samara Weaving, but I like that they brought her back in the end and how her story tied in, you know? Yeah, it's tied in with hers and yeah. Phoebe's and Cole's, like, she watched, yeah. she watched them. And, and, and then how it ended, you know, how she changed, you know, uh, she had a change of heart, you know, for Cole and everything. It it just it was good. It it was a good ending and yeah, she sacrificed herself for yeah, and that and I mean Phoebe. I wasn't expecting that, so yes, that was good. But I hope some way they get resurrected again and they make a third one. So I hope they do, but to be honest with you, it's only worth it if they bring back, you the know. Yeah. I mean the, actually they can switch pretty much anyone except for um the four original lackeys, you know. Yeah, as long as they keep Bella Thorne, Robbie O'Mel, King Batch, and uh, I think just those three. No, I like Sophia. I'm not Sophia, but Sonya? oh my god, Sonia, yeah. She wasn't in the first one, though. Sonia was in the first one, I thought. Mm-mm. She was new. Was she new? Mm-hmm. It was just B, King Batch, I mean, oh, that's right. Yeah, John, Max, and yeah, Melanie was new in this one. She, I guess she replaced it B for some reason. I, even though Melanie replaced it B, but they brought back another, she was an extra different one. But she, I would definitely love to have her no. back in the third one. Sonia? Yeah, because, and, yeah. Keep, and keep her alive longer because she's a psychopath. It's right. <laughs> Especially when they went, when they were, when they took the, the, the wave runner and they got off and they, <laughs> And she said, and she said something to that dude. She like something. Fuck you, you pedophile. Because she was right. to to Yes, Jeno. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, take take his ass out. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to say my wife is went to go collect firewood. He's trying to fucking fucking rape Phoebe. <laughs> fucking perfect. Yeah. <laughs> fucking guys, man, can't get can't leave them alone with the women. <laughs> She wasn't even a woman yet. No, she was like, like, still like 16. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, this is so... I'm going to ask you a question. Did you like this one better than the first one or you like this one better? <sighs> Second one or first one? I think I like, honestly, the first one better 
mm-hmm. because um, I, like I said, I love Samara weaving and <clears throat> um, I liked her. I know that Mel, like kind of Melanie kind of took over, but I liked Samara weaving in that role. I liked it that she was in there more. Cause I liked her. I really liked the first one. I thought that, you know, the lackeys were funnier in the second one though. Yeah. The lackeys were so the, in the beginning of the first one, when the lackeys first got introduced, they were really funny. Yeah. But then throughout the rest of the movie, I liked them in the second one better. Yeah. Than than them in the rest of the movie in the first one. But I liked the uh, first scene yeah. with them in the beginning. Yeah, I think the second movie showcased them more, and I liked that. Um, <laughs> whereas the first one focused on Cole and B, you know? Yeah. And this one focused on Cole and kind of (laughs) well yeah cole he's the main focus they're trying to yeah so it has to be on him and then then it was like between him and melon phoebe and melanie yeah back and forth because that was a love interest i like how they part when he finally had sex and they made it like a disco flashback type thing it was funny (laughs) one of the other things that was cracking me up when they were in the cabin and he was peeing and she said something he turned around and like peeing on her oh yeah Yeah. i was dying and she was so chill about it she's like it's just pee i'm like oh yeah Hey, they make films like this. <laughs> well, and not only that, like out of everything that's happening, like the worst thing that the, the least thing that she has to worry about is P, fucking pee. Right? You know? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And I was surprised Melanie killed her father too. Right. I was shocked with that. I mean, I like, I was like, damn. See, that kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, she was fucked up. Hey, you know what part I really liked too? <laughs> I liked the part where I was Melanie and Phoebe was doing like that Mortal Kombat fighting scene. <laughs> that was funny too. Yeah, that was. So, and I actually, I actually liked the two when they had it like that cult thing, and the father seen it for the first time, and they all got brought back, and then when um B came back and did her thing, and they all started melting. But I like how that setup was too at the beach. It was, I just liked the way it looked. I did too. Like it was it completely set up for the ritual. Yeah, especially on the beach, it looked really good. Yeah, I like that. I liked how it was. I like these. Movies. I like the I ambience of it and everything. And it was it was way more like kind of epic than it was the first one. Yes. So it was really like like you said. I like the first one too because I love Samara Weaving and I, and think. But the second one, I think they were funnier. The 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 four you know demons that brought back after a while. So they were so. Think about it. They could always come back because they get a chance every two years. So they could always keep making that movie. <laughs> Honestly, I hope that they do because they make the movie. Exactly. Like, they go, and you really think about it, they don't even need Cole because you can always find somebody else to, yeah. to play that part to like the, another, like another chosen one or whatever. So you just got, yeah. and, and the book is still out there. So anything can happen. But besides that, I give like, from one to five, five's the best, of course, one the lowest. How many Raven Wings would you give this one? We always come off a half a, a wing on each other. So let's see. I'm curious what you give this one. Um a half a wing. <laughs> honestly, this is something like that I could watch over and over. Um, and I give it like four and a half. Damn. And I have watched it over and over. So <laughs> I watched it over and over too, and I gave this one. Four Raven Wings. So we're, <laughs> we're always we're always a half a wing off, but 
Hey, four and four and a half is basically almost the same thing. <laughs> I think I've only went lower than you once. We're gonna have to get. We're gonna have to find a movie where, like, I totally like just don't like or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You gotta like it a little bit less than I do. Right. But um, yeah. So definitely check this one out. It's Babysitter. Killer Queen came out in 2020. It's playing now on Netflix. And the cast is great. And it's just as fun as the first one. In some parts, even even better. And this one was directed by M- MCG. He did uh, Terminator in 2009. He did True Lies, which is not a horror. But he's an awesome movie with uh, I love Tom Arnold. Oh, it was a great movie. Right. I really loved it. That's a movie I could just draw on and watch anytime too. I right. love that movie. So that was good. so good. Yeah. And you and, get to see a horror queen, you know, with a rocking body in her like 40s do a strip tease. Oh, yeah. I had so many bad intentions towards that <laughs> part of the movie. I ain't gonna, I'm not going to get into it because I'm not going to be a pervert. But yeah, Jamie, Jamie Lee back. To, oh, my God. Yeah, her body, now How I know could why. you not be so impressed with her? Now I know why she, back in the day, she, when they used to do polls, she used to always win the, the best body pole. Not the best face, but then when you always had to put the body on a face, if not anything, they always put Jamie Lee back then. She I'm, did. She, well, I mean, she had the best body. body and I mean, insane. think about how old she is now, and she's still built decent, you know? Yeah. And she doesn't With no surgery. Bad. No yeah. surgery. See, that just shows eating right and taking care of yourself. And, and being a scream queen. And drinking, because she likes her wine a lot. Wine helps. Yeah. It's it's the equivalent (laughs) of drinking blood. So think about that. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, so and MCG did two, Three Days of Kill. That's an awesome movie too. But so he has some credibility even doing these um, straight to DVD movies and to Netflix. So they're fun. And these honestly are, you know, these I've seen crap movies make it to the theater you know what i mean and i don't know if it, these were purposely you know meant, from, yeah for streaming or something yeah but i mean they could have made they could have made it yeah. in the theater yeah it, this is so true with other movies too it's like i see sometimes so much shit in the movie theater and then i watch shit on tubi or netflix and everything it's just a shutter and i'm like these movies could be in the movie theater, and because I see so much shit in the movie theater, so I was like, it makes no sense. I could right. rather pay for these movies than pay, for, and then go pay for that. So absolutely, I guess it's it just depends on how they want to market it or what they feel safe with, you know. Yeah, I guess that's it. But or what what the studios will and won't pick up, but you know, studios kind of suck. So yeah, now with the writer strike and everything, so. <laughs> I, you know what it, it's just all a bunch of bullshit so but like so Holly gives this four and a half raven wings I give this four raven wings and me and Holly spoke about this already so I'm going to put it on the spot real quick so the next time you hear us do a review it might be the Haunted Mansion a new one by Disney are you still willing to do it or you're undecisive yet I will do it for you. I will do it. I'm, I want to see it so bad anyway, because Haunted Mansion's always been one of my favorite things ever since I was little. Nice. And everybody, this is the only way I get to get her to go to the movie theater by having to do the podcast. With me. <laughs> so many he movies. has to put me on the scope. He has to put me, you know. <laughs> so many movies she wants to see, and she always says she's going to go see them, but she never seen them. I, I know. 
I'm, I'm terrible with time management. <laughs> I mean, I only spend like how many freaking hours at the gym during the week? <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, she's a super workout buff. So sometimes she, that's why she can't watch these movies. But unless I said, let's podcast it and she'll do me a favor and she'll go do it. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate her. So definitely go follow her page on Instagram at Real Holly. That's it, right? <laughs> at Real Holly? At I'm um, the Real Holly. Yes. It's, wait, is that I'm the Real Holly or at Real Holly? I'm the real Holly. Oh, she is the real Holly. So every other Holly in this universe, there's they're only second. She's the real one. Exactly. <laughs> I am the real. Go check her page out on Instagram. It's cool. And, and check this movie out, guys, if you haven't. Yeah, is and the first one and the second one. Watch the first one first. <laughs> it's it it's funny. Yeah, right. You gotta watch both, but watch them both. You won't regret it. So Holly, thanks for joining again. Until the next time we do Haunted Mansion, keep everybody come back, listen to us do that one, and go follow Holly on Instagram at I'm the Real Holly. And thank you for listening to Raven's House of Horror. I'm Raven. totally geeking out about that Haunted Mansion, by the way. <laughs> Me too. I can't wait. Good cast. Right. So thank you for listening to Raven's House of Horror podcast and entertainment and everything else. We got a lot of reviews coming out by me, by others, by Holly, interviews. And thanks for listening. Holly, Raven, we're out. Peace. Bye. Thank you, guys. Later.